Hey there, friends. It's Nick, and I've it's sad. I've got a confession. confession to make. If you're listening to the podcast, well, during the height of the pandemic, let's say you you might have heard an episode where I just I went on a rant about news, and I told you that I'd sworn off news. I'd had enough. All of the negativity. All of the the crap. And I did stay off it for quite a long time, months, then, then almost a couple of years, but like a, an addict falling off the wagon, predictably inevitably falling off the wagon. I realized this week that I've just got back into that. Yeah. Back into that mindset where I'm checking the news all the time. And it's my fault. Of course, it's my fault. Last year I bought an iPhone, a new iPhone. And as part of that, I got a a free trial of the Apple news app, which I activated about Christmas time because I thought, you know what, it'd be, there's lots of magazines on this. I thought it'd be really nice. I'd be able to look at some of the gaming magazines and the movie magazines and the sci-fi magazines and all of that kind of stuff. And yeah, I'll just better, you know, keep up with things and it'll be good because I like all that sort of stuff. And that, that is all there. All of that stuff is available. If you pay your, your fees to, to Apple news. But to get to it, you have to go through all of the, the dross, the crap, all of the stuff that I was raging about years ago. Now, you know, we know that news, bad news travels. We know that. And we also know that a lot of what we read these days is decided by algorithms based on how upset or angry it makes people. And that's fair enough. Apple though, they say their top stories are chosen by the Apple news editors and I'm sure they are. But for me, it's still pulling me into that, that kind of, that kind of dark space where most of the stories are things that either make me sad for humanity or, or very often, almost exclusively, they are things that, that I know nothing about. And I just remember, I mean, what I said to you back then, two years ago is that I was, I decided I was going to go off it cold turkey and I would henceforth, I would get my news from people I respected, people I spoke to, people I loved and who loved me back. In other words, my family, my friends, you know, that kind of thing. And I would, I would let them be the filter and it worked really well and it's not working now. And I've realized that because this week I'm just back in this cycle. So there's a couple of things. This is going to end, this is going to end a little, but I just want to, I just want to read the, the top headlines, the top sort of things in Apple news right now. And I'm reading this on the 28th of March, 2023 in the UK. So here we go. Bank of England raises interest rates by a quarter point to 4.25%. Four day junior doctor strike set for April. Man charged with attempted murder after two elderly men set a light outside mosques. Nigerian politician and wife found guilty of organ harvesting plot. One million people were set to protest in France as Macron defends pension reform. The real reason South Koreans aren't having babies. Tragic life of 27 million Euro millions winner and her devastating warning. His defense is he's an idiot. Our writers verdict on Johnson. Boris Johnson was giving his defense yesterday for Partygate. B&M to close three stores within days. See if your local branch is shutting for good. And here it is. This is, this is what you have to wade through. And, and rather surprisingly, I mean, if, if, do you know what? If Apple News just allowed you to go to the, the stuff that you wanted, 
and you could set up channels for yourself and you can do all that. But there doesn't seem to be a way that you can turn off all of this crap because yes, the interest rate is, is news, but it's not anything I can do anything, I can do anything about apart from pay the extra. Almost everything else is irrelevant to me, actually, apart from the fact that it's giving me the impression that the world is, is screwed, is screwed in lots and lots of different ways. And this is the way I was feeling a bit a couple of years ago, that, you know, there was just so much negativity out there. And as with everything, we are what we think about. We are what we focus on. So it was lovely this afternoon to see. I've mentioned the site kotke.org before. That's K-O-T-T-K-E.org. Uh, Jason kotke has been, been curating the best of the web, I would say, for, for, for donkey's ears now, decades. And this afternoon, he just, he pointed to something. And these, these, the thing he pointed to are photographs of the sun. And it's actually photographs by an astrophotographer called Andrew McCarthy, who's an amateur, but who has in the past published fantastic images. And yesterday or a couple of days ago, he released a set of images that are based on, he uses a, now let me read this to get this right, a custom modified hydrogen alpha solar telescope. And what he's done is he's, he and another person have combined the data from 90,000, yeah, 90,000 individual images, and they've been processed together to reveal, I'm reading now, the intricate layers, the intricate details within the so solar chromosphere. And these photographs are just extraordinary. I'm going to put a link to, to the cocky, uh, post, which links to the other stuff, um, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for this episode, but, but if you click through to the, the image that is the solar tornado, I mean, apart from the fact these things were extraordinarily beautiful, but I mean, the, the, the image, the composite image of the sun is, is this extraordinarily beautiful thing. But if you link, if you look at that image and look at, as if you were looking at like one o'clock or one thirty, if if the sun was a clock, you can see this, this sort of, uh, this pillar of light coming off of the sun. And this is a solar tornado and this solar tornado, I'm reliably informed. I haven't done the maths, but I'm reliably informed. This solar tornado is 14 times the height of earth, which just boggles your mind. And it was such a good thing. Um, to, just to be clear, this didn't come from Apple news. This came from my very curated newsread and my RSS feeds where I just get the stories from the sites that I really trust and want to know about. And of course, this isn't a new story in, in, in any sense that it's urgent, but it's one of those things that reminded me. It reminded me to make this podcast. I've been feeling this way for a while, and it reminded me that we are what we focus on. We are what we think about. And if you're looking at Apple News or possibly any news service, you are getting the view that, is the most likely to spread, is the most likely to make you feel upset and angry. And again, again, I'm not saying that, that news isn't important. Of course it is. We need to be informed. But if I look at the headlines on the Apple News app right now, there are none of these stories that I need to know. Certainly not need to know now, need to know today. None of them are urgent. Very few of them a tiny percentage are even important. And if you look at something like this, if you look at this magnificent star that we're all orbiting around, not only does it give you this 
extraordinary sense of perspective. It just gives you that. It reminds you that there are people doing extraordinary things and technology and the world, you know, it isn't all going to hell in a handcart. There are good things happening and extraordinary things to discover and see and learn about, which have nothing to do with that. The real reason that South Koreans aren't having babies with all respect to them. Anyway, thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business. And if you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do, but I'm not ranting about the news, search online for story.business. Bye now.